Welcome back to episode three of Brindisi Business. I'm joined as always by Ben Goodchild on Lockie Palfrey. Welcome, gents. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here as always. Uh, look, as we spoke about last week, we had someone from WA. Now I believe you've got some big news over there, Benny. We do. After doing the you know the review of the podcast listeners, we had a few from Australia, but then one unknown source. After doing a bit of digging, we found out this listener was from New Caledonia. A former tennis player who um, might have given Schmacky a bath or two, Maka Zim from New Caledonia. Welcome. Three and one in the Fed Cup. It's a pleasure to have you listening, love. <laughs> now, I'm assuming she might have played against Joel, or was it more a off-court sort of relationship that they had? Oh, I think for Joel's um, personal dignity, thank you, Poff, uh, we'll keep it off-court. I don't think it was uh, anything else. She's three one in the Fed Cup. Schmacky's zero and zero, so I think it would have been a pretty uh, scary matchup to see. Yeah, could imagine, could imagine. Joel was very quick to t- tell us about how he went. He went viral and international, but it's good. Now, moving on, so we've talked about some of the has-been talent at St. Bede's, and now we're going to move on to this bit of a flashy, young, 19, 20-year-old. When he first bat- burst under the scene, put his head over, head where not, not many people were willing to, willing to, and then furthermore was in Benny's multi of the week last week, for one high tackle, and geez, he got it pretty quickly in the first quarter. Welcome, Shawnee Randall. Thank you very much. It's a, it's a real privilege to be on this podcast. Yeah. I thought I was coming on today to be a, a replacement for Benny or something, but then they told me I was the guest, and I was sort of honoured. Well, don't, really don't, don't do too good of a job, because you actually might replace one of us. So yeah, no, I don't want to. Just make sure it's a mediocre sort of yeah, performance I'll, today, if you could, please. I'll make sure, I'll make sure. No, welcome, mate. So first, tell us, what's uh, how did you get to St. Beats? Um, well, grew up in Parkdale, went to Parkdale Primary, so never had a, a, a Catholic uh, connection, but came down here for Auskick, um and sort of actually cried on my first day here, just in the steps um, in front of us there, cried. Was it, was it a Ben Goodchild, just was being the big king? Yeah, it was one of the kids like that, one of the bullies, but um, yeah, didn't actually go to my first week at Auskick, just sat there crying and uh, fronted up next week and, and got the job done, so... But yeah, been here ever since. Uh, that's awesome, awesome. Did you, in, any any memories from Auskick that obviously uh, stood out to you apart from the tears or was it one of those ones that once you started playing footy you really loved it? Absolutely no memories um, and just probably didn't get enough of the ball. Were there many players Auskick. that are here today that were at the same Auskick? Just thirds boys, I think. So yeah. um, my boys probably... Shout out to the thirds boys. Probably shout out to the thirds boys. But um, Joel Harris would have been would have been there with me for sure. Yeah. Um, a club loyalist yep. um, and doesn't get enough recognition actually and then you progressed on to the under nines yeah uh, any recollections of your first game uh, no reckon no recollections of that um, probably the earliest football memory would be um, the Sunday night Tiger Talks uh, usually love this like baked potatoes and all that I don't remember anything football because I just, oh, it's just no good that's, but, two um, weeks, that's two weeks in a row now Joel doesn't remember his first game either and now you don't remember yours do you I do. I uh, played. I, I don't remember mine either. Really? I played. So I used to play for a, a, a very. Um, a club we don't like just down the road. Um, we'll remain nameless. But we played against St. Bede's in our first game at Brindisi. So my first ever game was here against, against Mentone. It's, it's an interesting concept because you talk about remembering your first game. I think I, think I remember my first senior game. Mm-hmm. I think I remember my first NAB League game. Or the formerly formerly tap cup. Like did you play tap cup, did you? Correct. And we'll just make sure we all let all the <laughs> did you really? listeners know. But I'm more getting at the fact that I don't reckon I reckon I remember my first loss as a junior footballer. Yeah, right. But I remember the first game. I remember everything about it. I'll, I'll walk you through my two goals I kicked in my first game. We don't want to know about it. You play for the scum. 
Plenty of strokes. Unsurprising, so really. Yeah. Well, no, it was sort of, you know, forged early on that I was, you know, I must have realised that I was in the, the wrong club and then years down the track, we're, we're here now. But we're, we're losing sight of why we're here. We're here for Shawnee. And um, as a junior, Shawnee, I've had a few sources tell me that you weren't much chop as a junior. You didn't get much of the footy. You didn't like it. You were sitting in the back pocket just picking away at grass. Any truth to that? Yeah, I was a back pocket. Um, oh, probably my earliest football memory was actually probably under 11s and 12s. Um, me and my best friend at the time, Corey Bill, we were playing uh, full forward and forward pocket because we were losing by 130. Um, usually we'd be on the other end of the ground, but this week we were playing forward line, it was raining, and we were sitting in the goal square um, having a chat. No, no no, joke, sitting on our bums, having a chat, and we got dragged and, and screamed at by the, the great Shane Heatley, mm-hmm. um, who you probably would have been taught by some beds. No, um, I'm not a grab. I'm a grab. Oh. Not only yeah. did he not go to St. Beats, oh, yeah. he didn't play juniors no. at St. Beats, and he played at Bowie. But yeah. um, was there a reason why? Like you didn't like? Was you, you weren't interested in footy at the time, or was it because you were no good? And why did you think you were no good? I had absolutely no leg speed. Mm-hmm. I had no height. Oh, that's changed. And I was a little bit chubby, so I was just no. That's what, that's what I was just no good. Yeah. There was nothing going for me at yeah. that age. Um, so we had a question here. It was just basically going to go into like, was there any success, um, like any um, awards? Any awards? Junior, obviously, yeah. we we'll just moved past that. We might just move past that. <laughs> well, I, mean, no, I did have a couple. I did have a couple. I, um, I had a most improved one year. Yeah. Under nines, I don't remember it, but I do have the trophy, um, best defender. Okay. Um, down the forward pocket. I think everyone got a trophy that year. Though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my first meaningful award, football related, was um, was running boundary. As a in, a in a premiership at the SFL, so right. it took me a fair while to get a well, good award. So you're you're 98. So you're born in 98. Is that correct? Yes. So you were you were a year below. Because um, I remember two legends of the club, Dan and Tom Garside, coached three grand finals in a row with Sam Barker and Hunter Griffin and all that. Right. You must have missed nah, that by just a year. That yeah. was me. I always had dads. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn, good job. Shout Great out. coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So we just move straight on to the 19s, do we? <laughs> oh, we might as well. We're not going to want to just talk about... Hang on, so... All right, so junior, so uh, up until about under 15s, um, <coughs> moved on from Glenn Goodchild mm-hmm. and got Peter Leslie, who made the bold call to play him at fullback. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did all right, like, got bags kicked on me because we were no good, but, you know, I had moments where I, I showed a bit of ticker. And were you big? Or were you just playing undersized, like a Josh Gibson sort of... Undersized, yeah, real yeah. undersized. Um, loved the use of fists, loved to tackle like I do now. But when you were when, when we're talking fists, was it a Danny Frawley in the back of the head or was it... It, a, was, it was probably back of the head just because yeah. I didn't have the wingspan to reach the ball. Yeah. Um, and then anyway, I did my knee, um, I just did a PCL mm-hmm. and then honestly came back from PCL with a bit of leg speed. So thank really? God for that. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the. Uh, that, that's a, an interesting <coughs> byproduct of a knee that usually yeah, doesn't it's, it's, happen. It turned out well for me. We did a bit of um, PT training and and all that. Bit of leg weights. A bit more explosive. It just came back with speed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. So during that could have been the turning point. It was the turning. Point. Yes. Yes. So then we'll we'll move in. Do we move into nineteen? So that's a little hint for all the listeners out there. If you just get a PCL surgery. Yeah. Just gonna come back. Just rip up your knee. Yeah. What's Joel McKee talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. <laughs> He should be the quickest bloke in the world. He should be so quick. Yeah, it wasn't PCL though, it was ACL. A little bit, little bit different mechanism. So Bigger, maybe, better, I say. That's what I reckon. He's, he's done it even worse. You would have thought if he's done it that bad, that he would come back, you know, bloody Usain Bolt. But, yeah, um, so your 19s years, um, yep, yep. your coaches in 19s, was it, it would have been... I had Adrian Lane, yep. the RE teacher, yep. and then... 
That's a bit. Was he? He was our teacher. Yeah, it's a bit. And then I can't remember what I, who we had in our second year. To a Pat Kennedy, correct? Yeah, Pat Kennedy. Um, and then we had Darren. Darren can't remember his last name. Darren so I played three years in nineteen, mm. um, and didn't really shine in any of them. I was all right, just sort of, sort of played midfield, but wasn't the best player in any teams. Because I was going to say, so my first memory of you was when I was in 19s and you were obviously the year below me. Yeah. And you were playing 19s too. And this was, so this would have been post-PCL. This is my third year of 19s? No, it would no, have been your first. first year. Oh. Because okay. I was the year above you. This was in 2016? No. It to be. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, it was. Um, and so I was the year above you and you were playing 19s too. And it's obviously, you know, flash forward now and see where you've gone. It's incredible. But at that point, that was the Adrian Lane year. Yes. Um, was that sort of around the time where you did start making inroads into the, I guess, the progression that you've made to where you are today? Well, I was still playing 19s, 2s in my mm. third year. Yes. Do you know that? Were you actually? Yes. So in the third year, you were still playing 19s, 2s? I was still playing 19s, 2s. So, so you're telling me that all of a sudden you played your first year of senior footy and you are playing senior footy? Well, no, 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 no. So, so we went from 19s, 2s to I went from 19s, 2s to senior footy. Mm. The thing yeah, with, right. yeah. But yeah, I was, I was, I was in 19s. But did you play any reserves game? Did you I played two. Yeah, two. So what, round one and two? Yeah. And then came straight in. Yeah. That's a fair... Like, that's just... But I was playing nine and twos with disciplinary for the third year. Well, well, I reckon for all the listeners I, in New Caledonia, that's a pretty good inspiration. Yeah, story. but I, 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 want, I want to hear the disciplinary yeah, reasons as to why you were playing nine and twos in your third year. So so third, so I, I did play it like nine ends, first year, I was in and out of the first, and then nine and twos I played in the first. I was okay. And then 19's third year, me and Ben Goodchild actually were together, mm-hmm. um, our, our, our co-host here. So, and we started in the twos together. Round one at Therry Panola. At Therry Panola. Um, That's a long way away from here. Towed up those dogs out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and Afro, what's his name? Jack Whitelaw. Jack Whitelaw, yeah. Sorry, keep it sorry, keep it away. Two years. Yeah, two years. And then, uh, um, the and then, yeah. and then I was just like in and out all year for not training and... Mm. And Darren didn't like me, the coach. So why weren't you training? We're just not enjoying it as much at that point. Yeah, probably, probably, probably just not enjoying it. Um, <laughs> and the cold winter months got to me, but you know, sort of committed um, the next year. Yeah, so obviously school, over that summer, like a lot changed. If you do go from playing nineteens twos to playing, I guess two games of reserves and then into senior footy. Yeah, um, a lot must have changed. And I do have memories, and I'm sure Josh will remember as well. Like that first preseason you did with. The senior group, like I remember you did take a lot of people by surprise and everyone was sort of going, wow, like, who is this Sean kid? Um, so, so so going from that 19s twos into your senior, like what did you do over that summer to make such a drastic change, I guess? Um, probably just, probably just growing. This, 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 is, this is where you meant to I, say like hard work and determination. I, I like you were doing all the extras. And <laughs> I love to say I did. Full Rocky Balboa style, like running up I the stairs. To, I, went, I, went, I, yeah. <laughs> I went to the gym tonight at Mango's gym, but far from that, not much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you do look pretty big there. I haven't seen many gyms in my life. Yeah. Um, nah, just, just growing up as a young boy, Yeah. I think. Um, and and then, yeah, just I feel like um, you train with better players, you, you get better yourself, so... That's a big part of it. Anyone like any seventeens who are wanting to train in the nineties, I like recommend that. Any nineties want to train in the seniors, like Team of the Week, Ben Ben Murphy. Ben Murphy is doing so. Mm. It's a good way to do it. Early plug. Yeah. Yeah. He's got another one. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Gold to be the most mentioned players yeah, on this podcast, yeah, I reckon. Becoming sickening on the thought. So mm. 
Actually, um, Ben Murphy, Gods, and Josh Cowan will be the three most interesting <laughs> on this podcast. And me saying it, of course, myself. <laughs> but moving on, uh, Michael Hayes was your first coach. Can you remember some of the, the first things that sort of really enticed you to play senior footy and really enjoyed it? Because you look like you took it in your stride. And then um, look back, really? Yeah, probably just the the camaraderie. Like, looking up to the older boys, like, not so much yourself, but <laughs> Tom Tarquin. I look up to Tom Tarquin. <laughs> yeah, he, he, like, just wanting to play with those sort of guys and, and become mates with them is, is, a, is a good sort of entry point. Makes you want to get a bit better and strive for that. Um, but, yeah, Mick Hazel likes me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was just very, very welcoming, all the boys, so... It didn't feel like a transition for me, really. So round one, we played parked up. Round two, we played Blacks. And then round three, which would have been your first senior game, we played... No, we played... Oh, Cor- we played Caulfield. Uh, yeah, my my first two. game was Blacks. Blacks at Blacks. Yeah. Yeah, so we played Caulfield round two. We got smoked out here. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, the, change in, the change in the guard a little bit came through with another with a few more young young fellas coming through the range, which was pretty good. And how did you find the step up to senior footy playing against Blacks at Blacks? Probably one of the ch- most... Difficult challenges in amateur football. I loved it. Um, Double-digit tackles in my first game. There you go. Was my happiest stat I've ever mm. ever got. So probably more than I had all that season. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah more tackles than I had all my. Career. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, no, I like say probably as well. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it's very optimistic that. But um, no, nah, like I, I feel like I've um, just haven't been able to tackle, put on a bit of pressure. Just. Coaches love that, so you're, mm. you're never going to lose your spot if you're you're putting in the effort there. We have had a few um, mentions of, of coaches loving you. There does seem to be a bit of a theme here that I've sort of, when asking all the boys to dig up a bit of dirt on you, you are a coach's pet. A little bit. And like Mick Hazel was a classic one. Oh, like, and then see, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know whether it was Mick Hazel, whether it was Adrian McBean in just in the back here, just Adrian's it, another it, it one. has passed on to this year, so. There must be like what are you buying? Are you buying their first beer after the game? Talk us through it. You still do what you got to do. You know, it started with actually Glenn Goodchild. Um, <laughs> he, he loved me. I'd go out there and, and rough up a few guys, and mm. I, I think he sort of got a bit of a, a, a go from that. So um, he really liked the tackling, and I don't know. Ever since from there, I just, I just enjoy doing what a coach wants. You know? So maybe the they want to see that, that rough stuff. We might need a tackle more, Josh. Maybe that's the key to being a coach's pet is that we need to lay some more tackles. Yeah, can't say that. It's all <laughs> right. You don't have to buy beers. It's just the yeah. end under. Talking group. about other things. Now, we see you get the high tackle. We understand that. Mm-hmm. Do you have an unhealthy obsession with Joel Selwood? I do. He's, <laughs> a, he's a profi- past profile picture of mine. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, well, you one of those ones. Are you a, you a strong sport? Yeah. Do you have a, are you one of those ones that you're a fully grown man that go to the footy, you got number 14 on the back with the jumper on? Yes. It's actually Tom Hawkins for some odd reason, um, the jumper. But yeah, Joel Sowers are definitely my favourite. Um, and it's he's just a pleasure to watch, isn't he? I, no, as, no, a, no, <laughs> as a Hawthorne supporter, I don't, as think, a there's a, supporter, I don't think there's no. a player where there's, that is more hated by a, a group of people than Joel Sowers and Hawthorne supporters. But in all seriousness, like you do, like you have sort of modelled your game off him in a way because I do see a lot of similarities between yourself and Joel Selwood, and that's the nicest compliment I'll give you for a long time. But um, was that something that you did like to take notice of that you sort of wanted to sort of, um, I guess, emulate him in a way? Okay, so not something I'd focused on doing. It's just I guess if you watch Joel Selwood, the the first all these YouTube highlights and stuff like that. It's just comes in there. You watch it five times every weekend. Mm. Um, You pick up a thing or two, for sure. Um, But 
Yeah, it's it helps, doesn't like which is that's effective on the weekend, just drop the knees and mm. and pick one up. You got you got some nice running off the back handballs from it all, so always, I wouldn't be complaining. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say there's anything yeah. wrong with it. I said I don't like Joel Salop. Big yeah. difference. Yeah. Whenever I get a free kick, there's always one man behind me calling for the handball. Oh, good, man. But at the end of the foot day, skills of one, v foot skills of the yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're throwing your head off, uh, your head over it to get the ball. So then, well, then that's just fair play, I say. If you're smart enough to, you know, no, no, hold on. We're talking about tech coach's pet. We might just have another. No, if, yeah, if you're smart enough to manoeuvre it so you get a high tackle out of it, well, then we'll take the free kick. Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 Interesting enough, with all the concussion issues, you are a paramedic. Uh, when did you decide to become a paramedic? What's the process? Where you at? How, just talk us through that whole scenario for us. Um, yeah, probably. I've sort of always wanted to be like part of. Like maybe a fiery or something, but I probably realised that was a bit of an unrealistic thing, like pretty hard to get into. Um, so at school, didn't really have any like courses that stood out to me. So um, I thought ambulance, maybe transition to the fires one day. So I just had a crack at it um, and actually really enjoyed it. So it's a three or four year course. I've sort of done it over. Um, this is my fifth year doing it. Um, taking it nice and slow and, and yeah, it's something you've got to be really confident at and and commit to 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 get at like I know my first few years I I was hesitant. It's a lot of practical work and putting your ass on the line and getting in front of a crowd of people and and um you know if you stuff up it's a bit embarrassing. Um, embarrassing, just people's lives are on the line. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you don't, don't know if embarrassment's the right word, but I understand what you. Yeah, mean. it is. Um, so it took me a while to to get the hang of it. Um, hence why I've done it over a few years. But now nah, it's like I'm enjoying now. Um, got some good stories from it and yeah six months to go until I'm sort of qualified and can try to get out on the road one day just like you said you've got a, a few good stories is there anything that uh, jumps out of mind that you can give the listeners to a bit of insight to something you've experienced that really threw you back or oh, I've got some dark stuff <laughs> go dark go dark I'll start I'll start positive so a good one off of recent place when I was, I was in Cheltenham um, working with a couple of legends down there and we had a guy come off a roof and um, fractured his femur sort of midline and that was inc- like the incredible pain that guy was um, and like the, the paramedics I was working with there were really like really sick they were, let me put the um, IV get the IV going and get some, some ketamine into him um, and you know it's just medication bendless I'll be immature about ketamine um, and yeah so and it's just incredible saying how a fractured femur can go from the most painful thing in your life to, to um, really simple, like just realign it, um, and he was he was fine. Like we just got him out. So that's a cool story. That's a positive one. That's let's, a positive let's, one. Let's go dark. I've seen someone ejected out of a car um, oh. out at sale. So um, that was interesting, and a dark one. Yeah. 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 So didn't you do? You did. Um a little bit of time down at sale is that right yeah you do like two or three weeks stints yeah um and yeah you see some interesting jobs on the country road so mm-hmm. so a guy got ejected from his car he got ejected from his car okay. um and it was it was something that that was sort of like hold back for now mm-hmm. like obviously you've got to see it in the future so um come along if you want and i sort of took the took the cautious side initially yeah um and then yeah, I, I went and had a look at it. Like it's all, it's all part of the job. And mm. you say it once, and you you have a talk to people about it. And it's it's an, it's an interesting 
thing to get your head around, but mm. it's, good. it's good. So you said you had six months to go, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, and then what does the process look like from there? So you obviously get stationed to a, a place. Will you likely be in Metro Melbourne or? Yeah, who knows? It's sort of, they try to get you an hour from your house or mm-hmm. an hour from where you, where you grow up, but I guess you take any opportunity you can, so. I'm just asking for all the Sean Randall fans out there just yeah. to make sure that you will still stay sort of close to the football clubs. Ideally stay around St. Bede's or a bit of a Bayside bubble boy, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, if an opportunity arises to play country footy, maybe. I'll go um, say good day to the Garside boys. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a bit of a connection between the paramedics and the beds. Like, I know that there's... There's a few of them. There's a, there's a lot in the women's our, team. Under-17s okay. under coach? Is it under-17s? Or well, no, 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 no. Senior women's would be Al Gailey. Right. Um, I believe he's a micro paramedic, so he's gone right through the ranks. And I believe that he's recruited uh, Wardy and uh, Coops on the first podcast. They sort of filled us in that they've actually recruited a few just from Al. So not even literally... Yeah. Any uh, effort, if that makes sense. Like Al were working with them and they said they want to play footy. So I reckon there's maybe even four or five now down at the club. But that's impressive. Like, should be a good little leg up for you. Get onto Al Gailey's good side and he can probably put a good word in for you. Is that. Yeah. Working up some good contacts now. Yeah. Um, the club the club helps. So I'll have to get, get involved in the next function and, and see what's happening. But You're saying. What does it mean by getting involved? Like, just. Get involved in the function. Yeah. <laughs> find a job. Find a job. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, now you have, apparently you have one of the biggest rigs of the club. You and A Brown sort of go toe to toe with the Ford Falcon and the <laughs> and the and the, the Pajero. Pajero? Pajero. yeah, off road patrol. Listen, listen, patrols. You know the Pajero man. So you enjoy your camping, or is it more the four wheel yeah. driving? What's the scenario there for you, man? Um, I do enjoy it. Probably don't get out enough. Um, it's actually my mum and dad's first car. Right. Um, they bought together, and then that they got shipped off to my uncle. Um, the uncle sort of destroyed it and mm-hmm. it came back as a sort of project car for me and dad and um so there's a bit of a theme in your family with this car and destroying things you know apologies to jasper gordon's younger older sister i believe yeah. that there might have been an incident on beach road a couple of weeks ago sure no could you nah, elaborate break for us i don't know what you're talking about there <laughs> <laughs> i guess we just move on then but so um did you, did you did you go up the arse what'd you do oh uh, it was it was raining for one um and the old patrol built in 1991 doesn't have a lot of brakes. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so it doesn't have a whole lot of brakes. The old, the old girl, um, saw Jemima, young Jemima Gordon a little bit too late. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's just say things got messy. What's that footage you out a bit? Yeah, it was like. Oh, so basically, you, you, don't, that bad, really. you don't have this car to go camping. You basically just have got this car just to go around crashing <laughs> these poor pea yeah. platters in yeah. metropolitan Melbourne. Oh, you just, just think with your, with your big, yeah, bull, with your big bull bar, you can just go around and drive and oh. just crash through wherever you yeah, like. Nah. Apparently, you didn't even have a scratch. That, that's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> you're, you're, you're telling me I, your car got away <laughs> scot-free. I, I have a light on the, like a high beam light. <laughs> It got bent back slightly. That <laughs> way, how inconsiderate of Jamal. Right <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. So getting away of your car. Yeah, no, it was just wrong place, wrong time for her, really. Mm. Um, but, gee, that was, that was a bad feeling. It was actually, I was, I don't know if I was sort of daydreaming or, like, I'm not going to say my eyes weren't on the road because that's probably illegal, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the insurance company wants to come back and get you for that. Yeah, my, my, who's your insurance company? No idea. It's not, it's not getting involved. Out. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend was in the passenger seat and she actually sort of called out what was happening before I did, so... 
There you go. Now, uh, Jasper. Sorry, <laughs> actually, did you send flowers or something? Did you actually say like I'm really sorry, or was it just no, too too embarrassing? No, 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 yeah, I feel bad actually. Yeah. Mm. That's all right. Now we've had a bit of colour, a bit of a bit of laughs. What's uh, what makes you keep coming back every year to the same to St. Pete's Footy Club? Um, probably the Goodchild family. You see their commitment. Glenn Goodchild in the kitchen. And then Kaz Goodchild in the Where's in the uniform else, shop, yeah. and then the two Goodchild brothers just here slaving away on the footy field. People like that um, who just run the club and and just make you you feel at home, sort of thing. Um, and then obviously fitness and, and all that stuff. If I didn't play footy, I I would probably do no fitness at all. So yep. that's part of it. Um, but you like the camaraderie, you like the community. Best win. Sure. Best win. Um, Not including Therry Penola first game one in nineteen. Best win. Would be a funny one because I, I in my 17s year, I, I doubled up on a Sunday and played um, 17s twos. No, sorry, my 19s years because I was because mm. we played 19s on a Saturday and then I double up and play 17s two, twos on a Sunday because they needed numbers. So it was me, Brandon De Silva, and Connor Lads. Yeah, it was Ladsy. Um, and we basically they'd lost by 100 points the week before. That would have been under Mark Gesh as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, and, oh, and Storm, Storm was coaching. Um, and then sort of the three of us came in, and I think we got a win. I can't remember if it was against Dingley here or something. Um, and that was pretty fun, just like getting those boys their first win and, and sort of feeling a bit bit involved. And we were pretty cocky after that, actually. So you're <laughs> flogging some 17s too. You spoke of a spray that you got in your early days when you were sitting at full forward, but yeah. is there any other sprays more recently that might have stood out as one of the better sprays you've gotten from a coach? Can I remember two sprays? I can remember the one sitting at full forward. I can remember Shane Heatley again yelling at me because I was going to pet the dogs at, at quarter time and half time. Um, I did it twice in the one game and the second time I just lost it. So I don't think I've got any other sprays. Well, that doesn't really surprise me being the coach's pet that you are. You sort of would yeah. sort of, Maybe that's my new tactic at reviews. I might just sit next to Sean and then maybe just like hopefully when Ads just looks across the room, he sort of just blanks when he sees Sean and hopefully I'm just sort of associated with that and I can just get off scot-free as well it could be a good tactic um, but I think I think AIDS has just got sort of eyes for me you know? <laughs> <laughs> vision. So how good yeah. yeah. do you have a favourite player that you play alongside at the minute like, do you have a favourite player from the current crop um, yeah my favourite player is Kai Stretton uh-huh. um, you know the 5-6 sort of buddy um, <laughs> and so 5-6 for the viewers at home is our, our roles in the team as forwards um, and then I actually got, um, we were playing Halebury, one of the Halebury boys, Simon Richard had marked the ball on the flank and one of the Halebury boys said, is that your brother? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? He's like, you two are identical. So I was like, <laughs> poor Simon. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, Simon, we're brothers now. So we called brother, you know, we're brothers at training and maybe maybe a favourite sort of look after Simon. Yeah. Simon, I think would be a lot of the, a lot of the favourites of the club, I think. Simon's yeah. been a, a crowd favourite for a while. Pretty popular guy, I guess, yeah. yeah. Now, um, footy trip, being recently decided we're going to Hobart, mm-hmm. 16th of October, I believe it is. My first footy trip. First footy trip. First footy trip. Now, first my first senior footy trip, uh, not including two years ago under 19, is Bendigo. Bendigo. Yeah, that, that, that wouldn't have been very good. So you, you'll, you'll, be, you'll learn a few things. Now, you, you've got to, you get to go anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. all expenses paid for. Yep. Four mates. Who are you taking? Who am I taking? Um, and where are you going? Where am I going? I'll go, I'll go where am I going first? We'll go to... Sale? We'll go to... We'll, no, we've got too many bad memories of Sale. <laughs> um, let's go to Darwin on okay. a fishing trip. Right. Um, and I'm going to take... 
Is that to be on Friends? No, you take it. I'll take Joel Salwood. Yep. I'll take um, Aaron Valor, mm-hmm. the third, the third's a legend. Aaron Valor, PT as well, isn't he? Yeah, Aaron Valor Fitness is the company. Um, is, is this a patrol company? I'll take <coughs> Glenn Goodchild. <laughs> and I'll take Kaz Goodchild as well. <laughs> that, that'd be my thought. Nah, it's nice. It's nice. Well, moving on to Around the Grounds. Um, obviously, the three of, three of us, excluding Ben, obviously played in the ones. A bit disappointing. Up down by up up at quarter time, up at half time, up at three quarter time, and then found ourselves nine points down pretty early on in the last quarter and held on for a bit at nine and they kicked the last four to run out, thirty three point winners. James Mangoni kicked the first three of the game, looking mightily impressive, and then Jackson Cowden got the, the six pack of VBs on the on the way out and uh, put them in his bag because we'd all had had one and we were like, let's get out of here and had enough of this place. Um, so yeah, ones aren't really getting the job done at the moment, but I'm sure um, Ada's got a good plan to turn it around, get really positive, think about the good things that they're doing, and uh, we shouldn't be too far away from another win. On the other hand, how good are our girls travelling at the moment? Mm. Another win against North Brunswick. Nina Coghill, three goals. Beck D, best on. Uh, one of the favourites in the podcast. Courtney Ward in the votes. Rose Alonso and Ida Ina with two goals each. Fair performance from the whole team. Yep, and a Pulf Team of the Year alert. We've got. We should have a. We should. We should have, we should have a special. We, we should have some sound. We've got to think of something. Actually, we'll, actually, we'll just quickly briefly touch on the fact that Shorty was in the votes as well for the, the ones, and Courtney's in the votes for the girls ones. There must be a bit of a correlation between coming on our podcast and then getting in the votes. Firstly, your team of the week. I umpired. No, don't no, no, stop talking. I umpired third twenty nine am and then backed up and played one, and I didn't get team of the week. It's got nothing to do so with it. You, what do you mean? It's got you, nothing- well, just because you're umpire, we we don't we we're not friends with the umpires at the moment. What's your criteria? Yeah, but you're in the same week <laughs> as you you're up for application the same week as Gods, and like unfortunately, Gods was, Gods was never getting displaced. Mate. Yeah, you understand your place. Like Gods, but was just... you are you are banging down the door like the Nissan Patrol uh, is the Nissan Patrol is running through the door at the minute, <laughs> <laughs> and that does do damage as we all know. So yeah, but I've come up the slack room probably less of a chance. Back to the the team of the year alert, we have. Nina Coghill with her three goals from the centre, mind you. Now she was she got a mention from Courtney in our very first podcast as a player to watch this year. Um, I believe it's her second season. Courtney was telling me, and apparently on the weekend, um, as the ruck rover of the team, yeah, kicked three. Uh, a real inside player, so just fits the mould of the perfect St. Beads person, and apparently just ticks off all our four trademarks. So at the minute we've got Jackie Whitelaw at back pocket. We've got Gods in the centre. We've got Nina Coghill at Ruck Rover. And we've got Ben Murphy at Ford Pocket. It's shaping up to be a great team. Didn't you have two last week? Yep. Yeah. Gods and Ben Murphy. I thought Ben Murphy was... Uh... Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah so, Nina Coghill is in the team. There you go. So, moving on. Twos. Massive win. Benny, you were there front and centre. Couple in the votes with you and Chops, Chop Junior. Actually, another person from the podcast Late, in the votes. Yeah. Leighton Membry, fired up for once. He, he was very fired yeah, up. He was, it was a very uh, scary sight to see. He was. Connor Lads with three goals. That's uh, that's impressive for the old boy. Not not, not renowned for his kicking. The old boy, jeez. And then uh, oh, he's, been, he's big boy McAvoy with the, the tape before the game. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, and then Timmy Doherty and Corey Michaud with two goals each. I think Timmy Doherty kicked one from about 30 metres out straight in front and gave it a double cobra. And just because he was... I think he kicked two goals five and was a bit... <laughs> just happy to see one go yeah. through the, the big sticks. And Corey kicking a goal of the year contender. 
He was very happy with it. Um, he'd be thanking, I think, Sam Barker. Could have towed it through on the goal line, but yep. instead just put the uh, the two arms out and blocked it through for no, him. Corey, so. Corey was pretty happy with it. He was pretty happy with it. He came in at halftime and gave us all a bit of a grin to let us know that he had kicked two, and one of them was probably, could be um, one of the goal of the year contenders by the end of the year. Moving on, girls two, so they had another impressive win against North Brunswick, 64-0. to zero. Briley Burns best on, and Melissa Oldham with two goals, so maybe those two are looking for a promotion during the week. Might have to get them onto the podcast, and that might really solidify their spot heading into round five? Yes, round five. Yep. Yeah. Now... He, he sort of already gave him, gave us a little bit of a sneak peek when he wasn't happy with Pulse Team of the Year. Now, this guy is a renowned thirds enthusiast, Shawnee Randall. Talk us through the thirds game on the weekend. Well, it was a ripper. Um, the old Geelong president, get this, said it was the best game of thirds footy he's ever watched. No joke. Like, is that what he said? That's what he said. He was quoted on the record. He was quoted on the record. So... And if that's not an impressive start, I don't know what it is. So, the full Thursday report, um, it was a slow slow start to the game for the boys. I couldn't find the match ball. Um, <laughs> that's definitely Thursday. So, whilst I waited, Chop, um, head coach or captain, I don't know, Joel McKee, head coach, but Chop, oh, Chop yeah. gave him Joel, the old... Joel said to us he's a Monday to Friday operator, gets the team out in the park, and then uh, Finn sorts it out during the week. Uh, on the weekend, sorry. Right. So, anyway, Chop gave him the old, the mice who churns through in the bucket, and he churns through all the milk and makes it cheese, and... He got them going with that that mm-hmm. old um, that old trick, and basically the boys came out firing. Um, Percival, Greg, and um, someone else combined for eleven goals, so three of the forwards. To silver, to silver, to silver. Yep. yeah. Um, and basically it was goal for goal all game. Got to the fourth quarter, Old Geelong kicked away two goals early, um, and then the boys came firing back. Brandon Silver with a few clutch goals. Grecky with five. Grecky also burnt a few of the boys in the forward line. So, but they got up in the end, 13-13-91 St. Beads to 12-10-82 to Old Geelong. Um, another great effort for the boys. What are they, three and one? They would be three and one. Three and one. Those scores, Sean, if you read those back to me, 13-13-91 to 12 goals, 10-82. That definitely does sound like overs from my multi last week, which is one leg up. 126.5, so that's always a win. Well, now we're here. Let's uh, let's go through the review of uh, Goodies Multi. Oh, we can just stop there, I'll be honest. You know? Um, I don't bring much to the podcast, but I do bring a failing multi every week. Well, you so. got a couple. You got Cam under 8.5. I did. Cam Duffy under touches, 8.5. That was a tick. Did he get over? No, he's sure. Six. Yeah. Six, six, six touches. Oh, yeah. he, he did inform to me. Six touches. Uh, the reserves did win by 1-39. to 39. Our special guest, Shawnee Randall, did take a high tackle... Within the first five minutes. Yes, and the first scoring play, I believe, in the other 19 seconds was a point. So, look, five from nine. What about, so what about the four? What, what were the four that didn't get up for us, mate? Simtech, no goal. Ooh. Bit of a killer there. Michael Barnes is now zero and four in the toss, I believe. Correct. Kai Stretton, I believe, didn't get 15 touches, Sean. Yep, 11. Mm. Is this public information stats? It is, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> And then Sorry, Kai Stratton and Cam Duffy. Uh, <laughs> we had Liv Gleeson for any time goal scorer in the 19s, twos, and unfortunately she didn't manage to score one of the nine that the girls kicked. So five from nine, I'll take that. And um, just while we're on the topic of multis and you know things that have gone down, we've done a bit of research, Sean and myself, before coming on here, and Big Footy is a, a big name around all footy. All footy talk, it's a forum website. Mm. And there's a VAFA section on Big Footy. So type, go and do it now. Go onto your computers, type in VAFA Big Footy Prembe. And you'll get all these guys who are talking about Prembe Footy. It's quite interesting, actually. Some beds get a few mentions. Um, 
Have you got one? Have you got one there for us? Well, I don't at the moment, but if you okay. can, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. Talk, yeah, talk about what goes so on basically, there. basically, guys do tipping, all sorts of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they like keep their tallies. It's, it's a real community. Yep. Um, and so we found this guy who every week he, he makes these reports. Like he comes to our games and he's making match reports. And they're unreal. So mm-hmm. basically... Quite in depth. They're in depth. Like against the Uni Blacks, he's, he's like, oh, we're a young side, we're up and coming. I've got one here. So here it goes. Just found this forum. Have been watching Vapa for years now. Watched Uni Blacks take on some beads this week and was surprised by the quality contest. Couple of notes. Seems Blacks have some injuries or have lost a bit of depth. That was correct, wasn't it? Yep. Um, St. Bede's look better than 2019. I'd agree with that. Correct. Yep. And results are saying otherwise, but I agree. Just show. Yeah, just Still show. Just show. And number 30 for Blacks, Mumford, took, on a younger def- took a younger defender to the school, number 28. Who's number 28 for us? Uh, that would be Cameron Duffy. Cameron Duffy. That was correct. That's what he took. Puff, you were in the back line with uh, Duff. No, Duff played a pretty good game that day. Oh. Yeah, I, so I, I disagree with that one. Whoever, what's, what's the guy's username? Uh, that would be Amos underscore Master Twenty One. So anyway, twenty nine. Would that 20, be 21. 21. twenty one? So I, I disagree with Amos Master Twenty One. But basically, this guy's doing um, wrap ups of their game each week. They're really interesting. So anyone who wants to sort of have a read, maybe do some tipping on Big Footy, get on it. It's good. good. Get in contact. No, that's nice. Good. Now moving on, get to one of your favourites, Benny Miller, Benny Murphy's. Uh, under 19 ones. 19 ones. There's, there's a really good culture going on down at the 19s. How, how, was, how was that tonight when we rocked up? Benny Murphy got the, the jukebox on the, on the was, shoulder. They were doing a bit of extras at the end of training and they were doing like a bit of goal kicking and a bit of leading and Benny Murphy's just running around with the speaker on his shoulder playing Eminem just blasting across the whole of Brindisi. Like, I think if, we need to do that. If that isn't vibes, I don't really know what is. And it, it's direct correlation to their result on the weekend. There was 15-5-95 defeated Uni Blacks 11-7-73 with Connor McLeod kicking four goals, uh, Betty Murphy kicking two, and uh, Liam Seeger and Josh Miller were best on. And Pretty impressive by Josh Miller. Cameron saw the back end of the seniors game on the weekend, was in the rooms after. Yep. And uh, it shows, like we were saying before, like um, Shawnee was saying, that when you're a 17s and you play with the 19s, you, you learn a lot. And I think Joshy's seeing the fruits of... Uh, being a 19 and training with the seniors and it's you know clearly showing in his performance because he was you know best on ground on the weekend uh, but unfortunately the 19s twos they weren't so lucky it was 5 7 37 they were defeated by Gevins who kicked eight goals 9 57 uh, Lucas Sargiotis with two goals and Jake Ryder was best on ground uh, Benny did a touch on the junior team that we've picked out today. Yeah, the uh, 15s boys uh, had a nice win against East Melbourne, 12-12-84 to East Melbourne's one goal, 2-8. So they're looking pretty good, I'm pretty sure, at the start of the year. So speaking shout of, out to them. Yeah, speaking of our juniors, we um, we had a bit of a, a couple of celebrity spottings on the weekend with, was it the 13s? It was, was a 9am game. Under 12s, maybe? Not in the 12s. Not in the 12s. Uh, Ray Chamberlain, yep. umpiring. He looked, he looked the part as well, didn't he? Just would have been some interesting conversations for a few quick-witted boys. He would have had a fair mouthful back to him, what do you reckon? Yeah, and then he, he went on and umpired the 320 game at the MCG. So, well, was that a special thing? Like, how did that come about? Has anyone... Supposedly, I was, I was listening to the Triple M Rush Hour with JB and Billy on the way here. Actually, I will plug their show. They're actually a pretty good... They're uh, pretty funny. They pretty are good radio yeah, show. Yeah, but they were saying that... Um, they were talking about um, Razor coming down and umpiring at St. Bede's, and it was a nice little plug for the club, but they were saying that he was um, he was mentoring the other kid that was umpiring. But, you know, he, 
remember all those pre-seasons where yeah. he's, uh, he'd be bouncing the ball out of there? Now, whilst this is great by Razor, my one little qualm is, where was he on Saturday? There's the twos running around with no umpires. Oh, look, mate, oh, let's not be throwing stones. Good, um, good on him. Way to help junior footy. No, I'm, I'm all, I'm all, I was more just trying to address a, little, a slight issue with um, the yeah. not, not able to get umpires for some good quality games. I had, I had um, our thirds coach, Finchop, message me today saying that we need to be addressed on the podcast, and I think it does. It's pretty, um, it's yeah, pretty hard running around in the twos. I'm guessing with um, with no formal umpire. But um, in, in fairness, the Vaffer doing a pretty good job. There's a lot of divisions of footy to cover. Like we can't please everyone at the moment. But if there is anyone out there listening that would like to get involved, yep. please get in contact with Paul O'Toole or Peter Davis. Any any help would go appreciate would would be absolutely appreciated at the moment. I know that the twos, the threes, they always chasing an umpire. If we can get someone, get a little bit extra fitness, a little bit extra uh, pocket money in the back pocket, could pay for your Saturday night, depending on who you are. Just get down, help out, because any help will go a just long way. Just to jump in there, sorry, uh, Josh. I've just seen Sean put on a beanie, mate. Uh, what beanie we got there, Sean? Oh, it's a heavy beanie, actually. Yeah, it's good to say um, the family business. It's got the new signs out on the uh, the far over there on the, on the fence, so uh, let's give that a bit of a plug. Yeah, Melbourne on the move up there, yeah. Uh, I think they're on the scoreboard. I don't think they are on oh, the fences. We won't yet. plug them then, but it's good to see. Good to see everyone getting involved. It's good. After seeing some good performances, I've been keeping my eye out, and this really hurts me to say he's a he's a junior, he's a long time junior, just come up playing his fourth game of senior footy, priced at one hundred and sixty two thousand dollars, was a bit bit average in his first two senior games of footy. His premier data points don't think got above fifty. Therefore, keeping his place around the one hundred twenty eight thousand dollar mark. But boy, oh boy, has he exploded since he's gone back down to the twos. And Benny Goodchild, cash cow of the week. There's plenty of money to be made this week with a simple trade-in with Benny Goodchild. One of our very own. Again, it's the podcast producing. Like if, you're, if you are listening and you're going through a form slump, I reckon the way to go is just to come in here on a Monday night and have a, have a chat with us. Because, yeah, Benny, you've um, you played a ripper on, on Saturday against Willie. You're in the best. And the week before, you kicked four. So... I think he'd be would it be skyrocketing in price, Josh? Oh, he'll be up. He'll be up above the two fifty mark soon. If you don't get on him now, you're going to miss him for the rest of the year. Tell you what, you guys are sad. You just sit here pumping each other. You should see the looks they give each other whilst they pump each other. Up. <laughs> it's just sad. It's I'm just genuinely, sad. I'm genuinely disgusted that I have to give it to him. He's the happiest man alive right now. I didn't handball to him round one, and don't expect me to handball until Look, again. All I know they're is sitting there winking. Who is your invested in that? Me? Yeah. Lucky, Billy. Oh, it's not my segment anyway. So. <laughs> this, is, this is where you understand the true people that listen. He's, he's the he's one a fake of them. listener. Fake listener. He's no New Caledonia listener. There's Correct. three of them. Yeah. He's no listener from Bunbury either that's listened seven times. But don't worry. First, 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 first listener The first listener this week will be you. You'll be happy to hear the same thing. Oh, I do have a podcast as well, by the way, guys. Actually, yeah, did he give the plug? Yeah, absolutely so. not. Not after the way he just treated oh, our yeah. podcast yeah, contempt. Oh, um, now, moving on to Benny's multi. We've got some uh, bit of off, bit, bit of a few unique ones. Do we have a sponsor this week for Benny's multi? Uh, absolutely not. We're gonna we're gonna get one up before we start worrying about sponsors. Yeah. The boys want to see some return on investment for your yeah. Look, like I said, I don't bring much to the podcast weekly, but I can give you a failing multi. But this week, I'm feeling confident. Are we investing a lot? Well, look, 
I'll meet you halfway. We'll All the fines money we've got from this week is yeah, going in. Yeah. Right. Just a safe three-leg one. I think if we lose, week. we're going to sale for footy trip. Yeah. We're going to go uh, Jimmy Mangoni to kick two plus goals. Save us houses. Save us houses. Dollar fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of value. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gonna go JP to break six plus tackles. Oh, I'll give you that at a dollar ninety. I don't think you can get your arms around JP. <laughs> he's, he's he's lifting some unbelievable weights. And then lucky last, we're gonna have Lockie Willie for his overs and unders words spoken this week to be under twenty-six point five. And I'll give you that at a dollar eighty-one. Oh. He, we all spoke about this when we first walked in the room. He's a definition of speak when spoken to and don't. <laughs> Just respecting his elders. He's, he's good coming boy. into the club and respecting his elders. He's a good boy. Yeah, he's a great boy. He, played, he played a ripper game on Saturday. He did. He was up there in the best as well, and I uh, believe he'll be knocking on the door for uh, one selection very, very shortly. We do also have the introduced new points bet special this week. So I'm going to give you Miran Lads. Wait, say, say that again. <laughs> I will say that again. That's Miran Lads, which is a combination of Kieran and Mitch Arthur to combine for 45 is, is Mitch, touches. Is Mitch back from concussion? I believe so, but if you do, bet and Mitch does not play, money back. So, safe. Bonus bet or fully refunded? No, we'll fully refund it. So, Mira and Lads, Kieran and Mitch to combine for 45 touches, and Connor and Ronan to combine for three plus goals. That's at $11 for you, so a bit of value there for you too. Nah, always good. Hopefully we can uh, we can have a big win on the multi, and then our little side bet of Mira and Lads gets up, and we're, the boys are having a good footy trip, and that's, if that's the case... But much appreciated. Thanks for coming in, Shawnee. Uh, really appreciate it. Thanks for everything you've done on the footy field as well. Just a quick one. Thanks Welcome helping. to the Jungle um, function, May 15th. Uh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, that would be correct, yep. May 15th. So, yep. so just put that in your diaries. After the Ajax game. That is it. Home. That is it. I just wanted to make sure we get that one in there so that everyone gets themselves prepared for what's going to be a great night to kickstart the, uh, the function season at our new club rooms. Can't wait. And uh, thanks for joining. Look forward to hearing from all the, re- the reviews throughout the week. Uh, and we'll see you back here again for another episode of Brindisi Business. Go Tigers. Well done.